1: Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport where the world champions in their first game of 50 over cricket went down to defeat much like in the Test Series actually South Africa winning the first match England though just like the Test Series do have their opportunities to come back Uh, winning the Test Series 3-1. Well, they're going to have to win both the remaining matches in this three-match series if they're to take uh, the trophy off to Temba Bavuma and also Quinton de Kock in his first match as... Uh Captain of South Africa uh, really made uh, a very easy going of what was an under par total posted by the England batsman. Um, the Talksport team travelling to Durban today. So, uh, whilst we wait for the preview and the player audio uh, ahead of that second ODI, a chance to listen back to the mid innings break from the first match and a conversation between Mark Butcher. Alex Tudor and also Gareth Batty about a new initiative that has been brought to the table at Surrey. Its aim is to attract Afro-Caribbean sportsmen and women back to the game and uh, hopefully uh, allow them to chart the path that the likes of Butcher and uh, Tudor is so successfully for Surrey and England.
2: Let's have a listen. Surrey County Cricket Club are looking uh, to the next generation of uh afro-caribbean cricketers really in the uh, sort of inner london areas around kennington Um, there is a lot of untapped talent um, a lot of uh, a lot of kids perhaps who aren't uh, engaged particularly in cricket in their schools etc and so there is a a new initiative that's been launched Um, it's called ace uh, Afro-Caribbean engagement and it was set up on the 28th of January by a uh, Wor- World Cup winner and former England and Surrey women's cricketer Ebony Rainford-Brent. She joined uh, Hawksby and Jacobs on their show on the day of the launch to discuss the initiative.
3: It's called the ACE programme. So um, we launched it today. It's called the African-Caribbean engagement programme. So anyone who's a cricket fan would have seen Joffrey Archer come this year and it's like, look, amazing. Mm. I think it, it sort of begged the question why are we not seeing more black players come through? You look at football and you see Uh, them come through the system you look at rugby even athletics but for for some reason cricket we're not engaging the population so we decided to launch a scholarship like we're going hunting for talent like if someone's Mm. listening and they've got a kid Boy or girl, eleven to eighteen, we're we're going looking for talent. So there's, that's the plan, really. There's mm. a great
0: history of
1: black cricketers playing for England. Devon Malcolm, I wanted to go and name them all, mm. but there's been loads of them. And, yeah. and but the sport itself has had to fight, even in the Caribbean. For, mm. I mean, yeah. like I was saying first time I ever went to uh, Barbados, so I was quite shocked with the amount of guys. That said, I don't really play a lot of cricket. I've mainly play mm. basketball. That's a huge sport. So even there, you haven't got maybe the pool of talent to choose yeah. from. You would have been 15, 20 years. Ago. I think
3: one thing that I think cricket hasn't done which other sports have done football goes out you look at some of the community <clears throat> part, they go out and find talent rugby's done the same athletics um and you're right you know it might not be a first choice i don't think it's a first choice for a kid if if you're you know londoner and you're 11 years old at the moment you turn on your tv and you see him sterling but you don't really see so i, I don't think kids are looking for it. i think their cricket doesn't seem like an option but if I'm honest, when I would have put the opportunity that I yeah. looked into it. So
1: March the 4th and the 11th at, at the Keir Oval, you've got these uh, free open days where people can come along, a kind of talent um, what's it, a kind of talent assessment yeah. Sort of session. Yeah,
3: open days, assessment days, and we're also offering up free membership. So oh. a lot of people like a Surrey membership. We're giving a Pride Alliance to every kid who puts their name forward and comes down, um, and that means they can come with a, an adult every single County game that might include the Surrey games the T20s. So there's a you know there's a lot to take from that. Plus freebies, you know, hats, T-shirts.
2: Now Ebony Rainford-Brent, they're talking through the uh, the Ace um, initiative. I mean, you you played uh, uh, your a lot of your your youth cricket for mm-hmm. for London schools. You? Yes. You, you that's the way you sort of yeah. came to, to prominence or came to notice uh, of Surrey County Cricket Club. How how different um, are things? Now in 2020 than they were say what are we' talking 19, in the early 1990s when you were when you were knocking around as a youngster
4: yeah I mean thanks much, I mean look when I, when I was uh, playing um, there was a lot of uh, you know, black players playing county cricket around uh, around the county so you know when you turned on the TV, you could sort of see your Devon Malcolms yourself uh, Mark Elaine, Nellie Williams, Norman Cowan, you know Sid Lawrence. Devon Malcolm I mean Monty Lynch Lynch. I mean there was many every every county basically had three or four you know and I'm even going back to Frankie Griffiths Carlos Remy um, JJ John Jackson and and people like that who played Darren Foster who was at Glamorgan there was a lot of black guys playing and uh, basically that all sort of stemmed from that great West Indian side from the 70s and 80s um, and they would have seen that and and seen and said oh okay I I can do what they're doing I'm going to give it a go and and, and that's what I did Uh, you know, obviously, another older brother who you know well that, that also
2: played, and, and, and your your father who came, you know, came over from uh, from Barbados. Yeah. Um, that that generation, the yes. cricket was was everything, wasn't well, it? That, that. And perhaps perhaps we've moved a little bit further away from, from your from your dad's generation, and perhaps yeah. there isn't that same um, enthusiasm. Um, so, Surrey County Cricket Club are, are trying to be proactive, trying to reach um, uh, young. Afro-Caribbean kids in the inner London area um, you know Brixton Streatham that the the surrounds probably north and south I wouldn't say it was was restricted to uh, to to south of the river Um, and there are two open days at the Kia Oval on the 4th and the 11th of March free memberships on offer Um, and basically it's open to, to kids anywhere between the ages of 11 and 18 boy and girl boy or girl sorry um, you know, in the in the African Caribbean community, Alex Tudor is still with me. Um, Alex, did, we, we were just touching on the fact that you know your parents um, came over. Where, what year did what year did your parents arrive? It would sort have of been late fifties, early sixties. Okay, well, very similar to to sort of my my grandparents, I suppose, um, and they brought with them a tradition of, of cricket being the the one and only sport, um, and so it, it was kind of it was in your blood. Um, as much as it was in your parents' blood. But as, as we were saying before, perhaps the, uh, perhaps that bloodline has thinned off a little bit and it isn't the first sort of thing that the parents of, of say, 10, 11-year-olds will be thinking of uh, in those communities now. Yeah, that's right, Butcher. You, you,
4: you're right, you put your nail on your head. Like when, when our parents came over, it was in their blood. That's all they did. I remember asking for some football boots and... Uh, my dad wasn't overly keen. I needed some batting equipment. He went straight down to Alf Govers and got some. So I knew what way uh, he would wanted me to go. But generally, as you are saying, you're, you're talking about those kids of 10 and 11. Well, that's my generation of, you know, Afrikeria being kids of, of parents that have come over. So they don't really care about cricket. Yeah, it's all about football. And as you said, I've seen so many young black kids now move into rugby because, as Ebony says, you know, these organisations are going out into these schools and sourcing the talent and basically, you know, especially independent schools, you know, they're offering these kids um, scholarships. And, and why wouldn't if you can get a better education, but also you're going to get a lot more practice in that uh, skill set that you want to do, you'd be a fool not to do it. And, the, and these kids are going for it. Why not?
2: So your schooling was what? You, you didn't go to a, to a public <laughs> school, did
4: you? I, I certainly did not. And, I,
2: and did you play? Did you have access to cricket and cricket equipment at your school? I didn't. We didn't have equipment. But basically
4: what it was is that I had a, a games teacher, and it happened when my brother was at the school. They didn't really play cricket. My brother went, and they built a team around him, and, and we did the same. And we used to play against um, London Oratory, the very you know prestigious school down where we live in, in, in South London. And they never played us for about five or ten years, because they said you're not good enough. And my coach said, uh, you know, we'll give you a game. We've got a guy who's pretty decent. We beat him by ten wickets, butch. And I basically gathered my mates that played football, and I said, look, lads, just stay around me, play with me, and. Uh, we hammered them and, you know, you can imagine state school kids beating, you know, these, these lads who were, you know... It wasn't an independent school, London, actually, but, it was, you know, you had to pass an exam to get in there and, you know, they were well-to-do and, and we gave them a thrashing by ten wickets and we just said, hey, we ain't playing you for another f- five or ten years. It was uh, it was really good really good moment, one that I would always remember, but, um, as you say, listen, you, you can't tell me within London that they're not kids that can't bowl, bat, field given the opportunity and I always say and I I work in the schools if the kids are given the opportunity and they have people that um, you know love to sport and care for it and 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 it's all about
2: opportunity if these kids get the opportunity trust me we will find some talent for sure so I mean what would you say I'm sure that there might be some people listening you say well why restrict it to um, kids of Afro-Caribbean origin why not just sort of go the whole the whole blanket and say kids from any background Why, why is it important do you think that, uh, that, that, that Surrey and Ebony have kind of pinned it down to, 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 to kids of that origin? Because I just, I, I just
4: don't see them coming through. I mean, I,
2: I always get the
4: question, Alex, where are all the, the black kids? Where are they? Where are they? I said, well, they're playing football. That's what they see. You turn on the TV, that's what you see. You see all the Premier League teams, championship teams, they can see themselves in those guys. When you look at the England side, bar Joffre and Chris Jordan, you know, I think the last one would have been
2: Michael Carberry, wouldn't it? And then before and, then, myself. And I suppose again, you you do look at Joffrey and you do look at Chris, but both of those guys were brought up in the in the Caribbean, Caribbean right? Yeah. So their 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 beginnings, their their grounding in the game of cricket was was somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah, okay, oh, I, I, I absolutely see that. Um, you know, you, you're involved in, in schools yourself. How you know how off-putting can the game of cricket be from a, a parent's point of view, <laughs> simply because of Time pressures, um, money—you know—cash is you know pads and bats and stuff are not cheap. Um, so you know, th- there are there are a lot of factors here that are sort of kind of bound together to make it more and more difficult mm. for, for kids who are not as, as well off who don't go to public schools mm. um, to get into the game.
4: Yeah, massive butch. My 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 older brother—he he works in a lot of the inner city schools within London. I'm always asking, you know, bro, is there any any talent? And he goes, yes, there is. But you know, these kids and the kids that i think ebony and and, and we're trying to reach out to uh you know a lot of them coming from single parents you know the parents have got out there some mums or, or dads you know they're doing two jobs one job and they haven't got the time and the resource to to a get their kids you know to the trial uh, and b to to get the kit i know obviously there's organizations now that are saying look don't worry about the kit we can we can fund that or whatever but they just can't get them there so there's kids missing out purely because you know um, they don 't have the resource as a parent to to take them to x y or z or wherever the trial is and, and it 's such a shame, and we 're losing them and, and as i said i 've never seen so many young black kids
2: playing rugby union See, there 's loads mm. well I mean I suppose again it, it, you don 't need much do you? you can you can go out in the park as long as you've got a rugby ball you've kind of you've, you've got a game um i suppose well so i mean just talking to you and listening to, to what Ebony's had to say about it i think it 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 stands to reason that it's incredibly important that surrey county Cricket club are offering up their facilities and their know-how um it just as just as an attempt i suppose to tempt these kids into into a game that perhaps you know they haven't seen a great deal of or that their parents weren't that that uh, connected with but I suppose if you know one thing about the game cricket and it's something that 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 always that always sticks with me is that it kind of gets in your blood a little bit and if there is a if there is in a distant past you know a, a love of the game that was your grandparents or whatever it may be if you get the chance to go and play it and go and enjoy it then there's half a chance that that will be rekindled in you and this is why um, this is this is such an important thing for for Surrey to be doing. I mean, cricket
4: has given me so much, and, and I, 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 you know, I give back now. I'm a coach, you know, and I, I just think the opportunity has taken me to wild and, and wonderful places that I wouldn't have gone. You know, destinations that wouldn't have really been in the holiday, but I've been there and seen different cultures and seen different people, and now have friends in these countries as well, and it's, you know, given me so much. So, you know, I for sure put my name to it when ebony first gave me the call and said uh, Jude, would it be something that you'd be interested in? i said well hell yes well of course i would and um you know if we can unearth just a couple you know you're not expecting everyone to come through the door and say yes they're going to get a, a contract or whatever but if you can unearth and, and they just get the love of cricket and it, listen it doesn't have to be that they go the whole hog and they get a first class contract if it's just you know what they want to go out and play some club cricket and you know they get their friends into it say look you can have some fun it's 2020 it's you know three hours you don't have to play it all day or or whatever and they can see now that there's a lot of money because when you go to these schools and you speak to the kids first conversation is first topic is how big is your house what car do you drive well let me tell you you know you play this franchise stuff now these guys earn very very well don't get me wrong there's a lot of hard work dedication application that you have to put into it to get to that level but i think if these kids have that sort of goal They can do it. You know, kids can do anything, and you know if they put their heart and soul into it and work hard and willing to put in the hard yards, there's nothing that's unachievable.
1: Well, it's a topic that, uh, as you can hear, means uh, a hell of a lot to the likes of uh, Butch and also Tudor and anyone connected to the county. Uh, when you consider uh, where it is, where it's located, uh, myself, that's where I come from, that part of the world. Uh, it would be superb if it could tap back into that uh, uh, Caribbean culture that has uh, really identifies itself with that part of the world. Um, brilliant stuff from them and uh, both Butch and Tudor will be back for uh, the second ODI at Durban which gets underway in a couple of days time Uh, we'll be hearing from uh, the captains Quinton de Kock and Owen Morgan ahead of the second ODI as we look to see whether England can bounce back Uh, If you would write them off when you consider what they achieved in 2019, but 2020 started uh, slightly slower fashion. It'll be interesting to see how they come back. Uh, That's pretty much all we've got time for for the following on podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, You can uh, download us at Apple Podcasts or on Spotify and Acast. But for now, thanks for listening and we'll be back tomorrow.